0: Hey everyone, hey, how you doing? It's Matt Sella. Today, we are doing a spoiler talk review for DuckTales Season 3, Episode 6, dubbed Astro Void. Joined with me, as always, is my good friend, Mark,
1: via Satellite Radio. How you doing out there, Mark? Minasan, Ohio gozaimasu. I hope that didn't offend anyone. I'm sure my accent is atrocious. Atro- atrocious. I can't even speak English. You want me to speak Japanese? Who am I kidding? Hey, everybody, how's it going?
0: That was a mouthful of uh, introduction. Boy, Mark, am I tired or what? How tired are you? So tired, I'm still going to keep on uh, going.
1: Well, that wasn't a very good joke. I don't even get it.
0: Exactly. That's how tired I am. Anyway, folks. We're here to talk about DuckTales, so no more improv for the rest of the evening. Let's just get into our review. So Mark, why don't you let the fine folks know, what is this episode called Astro Boyd all about?
1: Well, Matt, it seems Gyro Fenton and Huey are on a quest to take a malfunctioning boy back to the lab where he was created in Japan. But as Huey bonds with the robot boy, a secret from Gyro's past threatens to destroy the city and Gizmo Duck himself.
0: Oh, that's quite a synopsis there, Mark.
1: It was a very dramatic episode.
0: And a very entertaining one. So to kind of kick off on my positives here, I actually really enjoyed the setting of Tokyo, as they called it in this DuckTales universe. And it it was really cool to kind of see Huey get a little bit more of like the brotherly type that could relate to him in a way. Having Boyd be his companion in this little overseas trip. And I think it was a lot of fun. Like, this was obviously clearly an homage to Astro Boy himself. A little bit of his origin as well. In some ways. I know there's some different interpretations of Astro Boy's origin, but I'm just saying, like, overall, it really had that vibe. And it didn't feel like a cheap knockoff. It actually felt like a really good homage, in my opinion.
1: Oh, absolutely. In fact, this... I think a lot of times in especially western animation in terms of kids shows in particular we've often see and you know it's what po- it's what's popular and kids would get you know the reference kind of being a Dragon Ball Z reference and maybe there was one in here I don't want to say I think it was kind of even a little too generic to even say it was that but like usually a lot more in adult animation we'll see them reference through animation itself things like Akira things that are more mature in a Japanese animation but I mean aside from a very funny and obvious sailor moon background cameo this actually really took it it it's really funny because here's the thing in astro boy and his creator osamu tezuka We see a lot of just references to his work, and then old stuff like Lupin the Third and things like that. In fact, Mr. Tezuka actually was known to have taken inspiration from Carl Barks, and actually struck up a friendship with him. So there's kind of a fun, you know, comic slash manga creator meets comic book creator, and you know, both being celebrated in this episode. And I think that's really cool. And Mr. Tezuka was also a noted uh, fan of Walt Disney himself, and things like that. So there's there's a really it's really cool, like a bunch of historical. Things are coming together in this episode to make a fun episode. And it's really par for the course with this series. And I think it's really some of its strength as a fan of just, you know, people's works. Yeah, no,
0: you're right, Mark. I mean, I really do feel like this episode was not super obvious in a lot of Easter eggs and homages to say the least in this episode. I think it was really good at being subtle about it. And particularly speaking, like, I really enjoyed the action sequences. Like, it played some parody of what japanese animation kind of do in their dual battles and all that like there was a couple of teleporting and like smearings going on as boyd went full on like evil robot was doing these crazy moves to Gizmo Duck it was actually kind of funny too concerning how western Gizmo Duck really is compared to this teleporting boy robot i thought it was kind of hilarious
1: no yeah and i think this had some of the best animation we've seen in the series, and especially for this season, start to finish. I don't think there was ever a shot or a scene that felt like, okay, they definitely used the budget for this scene, so this scene over here had to kind of suffer a little bit. It really seemed like it was just very well done, very well paced. There were maybe one or two moments where I may, during a chase scene where I maybe would have wanted a couple more frames in there. But other than that, it was... Really well done, really beautiful. There is one error, and I think I found it as opposed to Matt, but other than that, solid work.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. And before we move on, because I do have a couple issues that I had with the episode, generally speaking, but a couple of things since we were kind of talking about trivia earlier, it was actually kind of really cool that the bad guy, Akita, was voiced by Kerry Hiroyuki Tagawa, who is most famously known for playing Shang Soon in the original Mortal Kombat movie and reprising his role as voice for Shang Soon in Mortal Kombat 11. And the other thing we also got here was Tamlin Tomita, who I briefly looked up her history and she actually made her American actress debut in Karate
1: Kid 2, I believe. Very cool. It it certainly, I think, lended to some authenticity with this episode.
0: I 100% agree. I think they did a really good job there at recruiting the voice work there. Now, tying into my negatives, though, and I do have negatives, but they're not super glaring. At one point, Mark, I believe you asked me if there was an episode that I felt like could have been a two-parter. And for me, Astro Boyd, I feel like this episode should have been a two-parter because the way the episode kind of resolved itself... Or the clash that came up later on between Gear Loose and Akita, it kind of felt erupt to me. Like, it was just heavily implied already that Akita was a bad scientist dude. And the whole, like, figuring out whether or not Boyd is an actual boy... Or is he just a weapon? Like a lot of it kind of felt like we had to get to that point really quick. And I just wish we had more time to really let this world building kind of sink in and we could like make the discovery of what Akito was really planning instead of just straight up saying, oh yeah, no, he's just a bad guy and he just wants to destroy things, I guess. Especially true with Inspector Tezuka. I just really wish we had more time to see how those relationships came about. I guess that's ultimately what I'm getting at here. But overall, I still think it was a fun episode.
1: No, yeah, I would echo your sentiments. Like, I think, and in some ways, that's very much a compliment to how this episode was paced and structured, that we were left wanting more. And because, like, when watching it, I didn't necessarily even, it felt almost like a two parter with how much scope there was to the story but then you know you realize it's just you know your standard 22 25 minute runtime, and you know you're really shocked by that but like this could have been a two parter and i would have been so happy and i think it would have been really cool and really helped flush out some things and not had be such an abrupt ending of like at the end it was just like and we can go see all the other historical sites we haven't seen leave now you know it would have been you know it wouldn't have to be that abrupt even or that, it was kind of for the joke ultimately but like just yeah you what it left us wanting more and I think that can be both considered a great compliment and a bit of a negative at the same time
0: exactly and I remember I was reading through some of the comments and someone brought up a really good point really the only time we get a multi-parter episode in this series is usually with like season finales or premieres or whatnot. so it may have been a waste to do a two-parter on just this particular storyline if they were doing like two-parters like throughout the season maybe that's a different story but I agree with your assessments I think it was a compliment but at the same time kind of a negative meaning like man i wish we had more to like really let this all sink in
1: absolutely and then one more bit of trivia this one for all you hardcore old school and also now old like myself ducktales fans out there oh yeah i know we're old uh gyro's design in the flashback is basically his original design and it's really cool to see and fun and you know it's kind of funny that that design is associated with a gyro being a lot younger and more optimistic and just you know kind of like more of his traditional character and I, i don't know it was cute i liked it it was fun i love it when they can bring back old designs even though i love all the new ones too and it's just good stuff overall
0: that's very true, Mark. That's very true. Well, I said I'll do it for our opinions regarding this episode, but now we want to hear yours. Let us know in the comment section below, what did you think of this episode of DuckTales, Season 3, Episode 6, astro Did you like it? Did you not like it? Share your thoughts. Join the conversation. Be sure to like, share, subscribe, ring that bell to be notified when new videos drop. And if you want to support me directly, please consider going to my Patreon or do a one-time donation at my Streamlabs. Links are in the description below. This is Matt Sella.
1: And this is Carl Mark. That was a dumb joke.
0: <laughs> Thanking you all for tuning in.